So this week's parsha is parsha's bay. At the very end of parsha's bay, there is a mitzvah that we're given as a result of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. These are parshas that deal, of course, with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And then at the very end of the parsha, we're given a mitzvah of tefillin. The pasuk says in Parak Yud Gimel, pasuk Tazayin, that it should be a sign on your hand or on your weak hand, and a, an ornament between your eyes, to show that with a powerful hand, Hashem has taken you out of Egypt. So Rashi says on the word, Taitafes, ula taitafes, is a strange word. The targum, by the way, of the word taitafes is tefillin. So when we speak about tefillin, I don't know anyone that uses the word taitafes when talking about their tefillin. Taitafes is the Hebrew, I guess, of the Aramaic of tefillin. If you look in the targum, the targum on the word taitafes says tefillin. So and tefillin is, of course, related to the word tefillah because these are um, instruments that we use when we daven to Hashem. It's supposed to do something, and we'll discuss that later, Mitz Hashem. But Rashi says, And then he says something interesting. He says, And because there is four separate sections. In the Tefillin Shalyah, there's only one section, and there's one long scroll, and the long scroll contains all the four parishes. But in the Tefillin Shalreish, there's actually four separate scrolls that are folded and stuck into four separate compartments. So that's what the word Taitafe, says Rashi, is alluding to, because Tait, or Tat, Kaspi in a language called Kaspi Ishtayim, and Pas, Taitafais, so Tat and Pas. Tat is two in Kaspi, and Pas in Afriki is two. So let's say in Africa, the word for two is Pas, and in, uh, in Kaspi, the word for two is Tat. So the Torah puts them together, Taitafais, meaning there's four compartments in your in your tefillin shalreish. Now, I have two questions on on this Rashi. The first question that I have is that why is all of a sudden the Torah caring about foreign languages? All of a sudden, we're giving a Rosetta Stone course on foreign languages. That Taitafes is, if in case you ever wanted to know how much two is in Afriki, it's pass and two in, in, in who cares? Why, why is the Taira concerning itself all of a sudden with foreign languages? That's the first question. And the second question that I had is, and if it is concerning itself with, with foreign languages, why is it telling us two languages that have the word two? If you're trying to tell me the word for, either find me one language that has that that's that the word for would be used for, or or maybe like put together four different languages, each of them saying the word one in their respective languages. Why is it splitting it up between two and two? 
two in the in, in one language is tat, two in the other language is paso, taitafais, we're going to put them all together and make this uh, this word of taitafais. Why two and two? Why not one, 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 one? Or why not four? Or why not three and one? I don't know what, what's going on here. Why is the Torah concerning itself with foreign languages and why specifically the number two? What's the significance of that? There are, by the way, those who say that it's not really telling you foreign languages, but really all languages really comes from Lashna Kaidish. All languages really derive from Lashna Kaidish. And during the Dara Flaga, uh, the languages of the world began, began to break away from Lashna Kaidish. And you had many languages that developed, but they were all derivatives of Lashna Kaidish. And so it's not so much saying that we care about Kaspi and Afriki, but it's just these are all really somehow related to Lashna Kaidish, but in a, in, a, in, a, in a different way than we're used to. All right, but that's a, that's a nice shot, but it really still requires further exploration as to why all of a sudden the Tyrus still concerns himself with things that are not purely Lashna Kaidish and the derivatives of Lashna Kaidish. So we're going to take a little detour, and then we're going to hopefully be able to answer both these questions. The Chiddush that Klal Yisrael brought to the world is the fact that we have a monotheistic belief system. Whereas all the other nations of the world believe in more than one God, or they believe in a God plus, or they believe in a God and a prophet, or a or different types of uh, different types of of desires, whether it's idols or whether it's uh, shittuf or different types of uh, different types of different types of desires. Klal Yisrael, because of Avram Avinu, we brought the belief that there is one God in the world. The Rambam at the beginning of Hilchas Avedis goes into this and he explains how originally, really, everybody believed in one God, but then, eventually, people in Dar Enish started believing in Emtsaim. They said, listen, Hashem is so busy, and uh, let's, instead of uh, directly davening to Hashem, let's direct our tefillahs to, to the moon, to the sun, to the stars, and they, in turn, will, will pray to God, which is much closer to them, and... That's the way we will do it. And eventually, the Ram says, it really spawned Avedizara because, I mean, that itself is Avedizara, but eventually they forgot about the God that they were originally trying to get to, and they just, you know, worshipped solely the sun, the moon, the stars. That's what we call Akum, Avedizkei They worshipped directly the stars and the constellation systems, until Avram Avinu came along, and Avram Avinu said, "Wait a minute! It doesn't make sense that there's uh, that that these uh, uh, that everything happened on its own, and there's no such thing as a bira without a bala bira. If there's a big mansion, a big palace built, you know that there must have been a builder. And who's building it? It's not these avodizaris, these gechkas, these statues. They're not making the world, of course." So there must be a creator, a divine creator, who created everything. And this is what the 
Rambam says was was Avram Avinu's mission. He went around the entire world, starting with Charon and then Eretz Canaan, and he was Kairi Bakal Gadol. He called out with a great, uh, a great voice about how Hashem is one, and he basically was Makarev thousands and tens of thousands of people. And that was Avedizar, That was uh, the contribution that Avram Avinu made to the world. And then the Rambam says how Klal Yisrael always maintained. Um, this belief system from Avram to Yitzchak, Yitzchak to Yaakov, Yaakov to Levi, and Levi uh, had his yeshiva, and we never stopped believing and learning and, and developing our Muna and Hashem. What's the nafkamina? Obviously, there's you know a big nafkamina whether you believe in Hashem or, or you believe in Avedazar Lahavdil. But where do you see practically a difference between us and the Gayim? Where is the difference most pronounced? I mean, listen, you know, they, they have their worship and we have our worship. They have their um, places of prayer and we have our places of prayer. They have their belief systems. We have our, where's the Nafkamina? Where do you see a difference between Klai Yisrael and Numa Salem? Where, is, where does the rubber hit the road? And obviously you see the difference most pronounced when we daven. Because when we daven to the Rabbi Shalom, the Rabbi Shalom is a, a live God who actually listens to us, cares about us, and he's paying attention to us, and he's omnipotent, he's able to have the ability to, uh, to actually fix our problems. And Gayim don't have that. Gayim, they daven all they want, but they don't. They're they're davening to a they're davening to an idol. They're da- davening to a statue, like we say in in Halal. Their gods are made of silver and gold, man-made avedizaris. They have mouths, but they don't speak. They have eyes. These idols, but they don't see. They have ears. They don't hear anything. They have noses, but they don't smell. So, obviously, they're bowing down to statues, they're bowing down to, to Buddhas, they're bowing down to a cows, and they don't have any ability to help them. We, Klal Yisrael, when it comes to davening, we have the unique ability, through our tefillah, to connect to the Rabbani Yisraelim and to actually be Pael Yeshuas. We could, we could accomplish something with our davening because we actually are davening to a God that's going to respond to us. This is what we say in Aleinu every day. We say, Aleinu l'shabeach l'adeinakel, that it's incumbent upon us to, um, to praise Hashem, who is the master of everything, l'aseis kedula, to give greatness, to give grandeur, to he who created the creation. And then we say, they daven to nothingness. They also, they're bowing down, but who are they bowing down to? Hevel and Rick, nothingness, triviality. And they're davening to a God that cannot save them. They won't get salvation. But we, daven to the Rabbi we have the ability to connect with the Rabbi Shalom. HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens to us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds to us. So the beauty of believing in, in one God is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens to us because, because we're connecting with Him, we're locking into Him, we are, we are, we are forging a, a close relationship with the true God. 
But if you are davening to God plus a prophet or God plus a, uh, a, a, an emissary or plus a, you know, a, tri- a trinity or whatever all these things are, you're not going to be answered because that's not, God is not going to answer you if you're being Ebed Avedizara. Now we see this nafkamina that the Gayim understand implicitly that Avedizara doesn't help and Jews have it right, that the Jews do have the ability to daven and be answered. We see this in Makas Tzvardeya because in Makas Tzvardeya, Parai was Eved Avedizara, and he said to Meshe Rabbeinu and to Aaron, HaTirel Hashem, listen, I, I can't, my gods are not answering me, the Nile, or whoever they used to daven to, the, the, the animals, they're not answering me. I have to get rid of these, these pesky frogs all over the place. HaTirel Hashem, daven to Hashem, and get rid of these frogs from me. And then he says, Vayomer Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu says to Parai, Hispar alai, Hispar alai, L'masai atir l'chav l'avadecha. What does it mean, Hispar alai? So Rashi says that glorify yourself by asking a great difficult thing from me and by saying I won't be able to do it. Meaning, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, I want you to glorify yourself over me. Figure out something. Challenge me with, a, with an impossible request so that if I can't live up to what you want, if I can't do what you're asking me, you'll be able to have bragging rights and tell everybody, ah, I asked something of Moses and Moses didn't, didn't, wasn't able to do it. Hisparla, try to do that. Meshavim is putting a challenge to Pari. I want you to be able to get bragging rights over me. Ask whatever you want and see if, uh, if I can't do it. And of course, he says, okay, fine. So then uh, get rid of the Sardeya tomorrow, Lamacher. Because Pari thought maybe Meshavim knew that right now was going to be a time that, the, that naturally the Sardeyas were going to pack out of Mitzrayim. So he says, okay, no, I'm willing to to endure a day's worth of suffering just so that I could prove you wrong and that I could glorify myself over you. But in the end, Meshra Abenu was right, of course, and the next day, the Tzvardeya left. What we see from this is that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim showed Egypt and the entire world, the Kayach of Hashem, and how he is a Yachid by Lamay. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is singular in the world, which is one of the animamins. Only to Hashem could you daven, and to no other God are you able to daven. There's no, it's not appropriate, and it doesn't work anyway. And so when the makis came and went through the kayach of tefillah, this showed Egypt that there's a God in the world, as Meshe Rabbeinu said, Lamanteda so that you should know that there's no other God in the world but God, but Hashem. So the legacy of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim really was this ability to show the world that there's one God, like Avraham Avinu told us, and that, that, and that, the, that this is the God that's able to actually listen and respond to our prayers when we ask it. And there's no one like him. Hashem is singular in the world. There might be billions and billions of people that are evade all types of a desire. You go to the Far East and they're worshiping these, uh, you know, statues or they're worshiping cows 
or they're worshiping uh, nature, or they're worshiping Yashka, or they're worshiping... But all of those of it, billions of people, literally billions, but they don't have it right. They, they're worshiping of a desire. They're not able to tap into the Rebbein Shalom. So all their belief is really wasted because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is singular. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a one God, and if you believe in anything but that, then you're Ivan of a desire, and you have, there's no, you're not going to be answered. So what I was thinking to say is that the reason why at the end of the parasha we're given the mitzvah of tefillin, and like we said, tefillin is related to the word tefillah, is that tefillin basically is supposed to show the world that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one. What does it say in the parasha of, in the parasha of tefillin? The major pasuk, of course, is Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one, his name is one, he is one, he's singular, he's unique, he's omnipotent, and then all the, the other parashas are also Kadishli and Vahayaki Viacha. All of them are basically speaking about the greatness of Akadish Barcho in the world, his holiness, his sanctity, what he does for Kla Yisrael. And that he's the only one that you could dive into. The Tfilin show that that there's only one God in the world. There's only one we believe in one God and that's it. And when you believe in one God, you have the Kayach of Tfilah. You're able to tap into the Rabbi Shalom. And this is my Chiddush. I don't know, you know, I'm thinking about it whether or not I'm, it's an overreach, but you'll tell me. Perhaps when the Torah uses this Lushen of Taitafis, Tat is in one language too, and Pas is in another language too. Basically, what it's saying is, and we ask, well, why, why do you use Lushen 2? What's 2? Say 1, 1, 1, 1, or 4. What's 2? And why are you saying foreign languages? So I think maybe that the Pshat is that Tfilin is a contrast between the Umar Salem and, and Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. As the Gemara says, Atem Asisuni Chativ Achas You showed the world that I am one singular being. I'm one unit. There's only one God in the world. The other nations of the world, whether you're in Africa or whether you're in Kaspi, they believe in two. They believe in more than one God. They, they believe in abundance of gods. Klal Yisrael, as opposed to the Umas Ha'elam, believe in one God. That's what tefillin is. Tefillin is, we have the ability to dive into the Rabbi Nishon because we believe, in contrast to the entire world, we believe in one God. They believe in two. They believe in two. Two doesn't work. One works. Shema Yisrael Hashem. You make HaKadosh Baruch Hu one in the world, that's the ability that you have to have the Kayach of Tefillah. Tefillah will work for you if you believe in one God and one God alone. If you believe in two gods, it's not going to work. You know, the, the Rebbe, the Rayats, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, he was once being interrogated in, in Russia and uh, by some communist guards, which, you know, they were not so nice. And they basically, they wanted to interrogate him and find out a lot of information from him. And he wouldn't tell anything. And they basically took out, one of them takes out a gun from his pocket and puts it on the table in front of the Rayats. As if like a as a veiled threat, like if you don't uh, if you don't answer our questions, this is what's going to happen to you. 
So the Rayat said that that toy that you have there on the table is only frightening to a person that believes in more than one God and one world. If you believe in that there's only this world and there's more than one God, that's a frightening proposition. But if you believe in one God and two worlds, it doesn't scare a person. It doesn't scare me. If I die, I die. I believe in one God and two worlds. You believe in two gods and one world. Taitafe says that they believe in two, they believe in two, but we believe in one. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekina Hashem Echad. And that is the Kayach of, of Kla Yisrael and their Kayach HaTfilah. And that's what Tfilin broadcasts to the world, the ability that Kla Yisrael has to tap into the Rabbi Nishalem because we believe in him and we put all of our trust in him. Perhaps this is the reason why the Gemara Darshan's on a pasuk, v'ro kal mekka, that all the people of the world, all the nations of the world, will see that the name of God is on you, and they will fear you. And what does the Gemara say? Elu tefillin shebereish. These are tefillin on your head. The tefillin shall reish. What's the pshat? The pshat is that when Gayim see the tefillin shall reish. And they understand that they proclaim Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad, and that the Gaim don't have this ability to daven and get and, and tap into the Rabbanu Shalom. They don't have that ability. They might think that they do, but they're they're davening Lehavol Varik. Tefillin puts the fear of God into Gaim because they realize that it exposes their fallacy. They believe in two gods. That's not going to work. We believe in one, and. That oneness that we believe in gives us the kayach of tefillah and the kayach that the Rabbi Shalom will answer us, Bechal Kareinu Elav. It's interesting that the Gemara in Brachas says on Vavah Mabez that Hashem also wears tefillin. And what does it say in the tefillin of the Rabbi Shalom? Mi ka'amcha Yisrael gai echad ba'aretz. One nation in the world, meaning HaKadosh Baruch and his tefillin proclaim the uniqueness of Klal Yisrael amongst the nations of the world. So look, what, look what's happening with tfilin, our tefillin and Hashem's tefillin. Whereas our tefillin proclaims the uniqueness of Hashem um, uh, over and above all the beliefs of the Ummah Sa'ilam, they believe in two, they believe in two, but we believe in one and, and we have the, the right derech in life and we are and, uh, against all the other Ummah Sa'ilam. HaKadosh Baruch says, and you, Klal Yisrael, are unique also amongst all the Ummah Sa'ilam. You're different. You are uniquely different than all the Umasam. So Tfilin is 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 a is a it's a statement of of differentiating between Hashem in the world and all the Avedizaras of the world and Kla Yisrael and all the Umasilam. That's what Tfilin are supposed to do. They're Titophis, they're our jewelry, because they show that whereas everyone else believes in Avedizara and they're davening to nothingness, we have the Rabbanisham on our side. You know, tefillin are called pe'er. They're called, there's a few Gemaras that speak about how tefillin are called pe'er, the, our glory. And I was thinking that maybe that is related to what Pare, what Meshra Rabbeinu said to Pare. Hispar alai. You believe in the fact that we have the kayach of tefillin, hatir el Hashem? Hispar alai. Glorify yourself. 
over me. Meaning, I want you to ask Hashem through me of anything that you want and see if I can't do it. And Hashem did respond to Meish Rabbeinu. So Pe'er, this fact that we have the film which are called Pe'er, show that's, that, that's really what the legacy of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is. That's why Tefillin are Zeichel Yitzhak Mitzrayim, because it shows that we have the ability to have this glorification on us, which is the fact that we are glorified by our belief in Hashem and our ability to pray to Him and connect to Him through the Tefillin. That's what we say in, in Anam's mirrors, Pe'erai Alai, His glory is on me. Meaning, I wear tefillin, his pair is on me. Upeiri, and my glory is a love on him, because he wears tefillin with my glory in it. Bekarev elai, bekari love. When I get close to him, and when I call to him, that's, that's what the pair of tefillin is. Tefillin is our glory in the fact that when we call to him, he answers. Gayim don't have that. Gayim Kedavin from today till tomorrow, and they could go to fancy churches and choirs, and they don't have the ability to be answered because they don't have, they're not davening to the Rabbanishalm. They're davening to Navedezara. Kla Yisrael's Pe'er is the fact that we have the ability to directly connect the Rabbanishalm through our tefillin. Our tefillin gives us the ability to say, to proclaim, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. And the Chiddush there is that every time we call to him, Hashem answers. That's what tefillin is. Tefillin is, we put on our tefillin, they're like magical boxes that give us the ability to have like a Wi-Fi connection straight to the Rabbani Shalom, and we're able to tap into the Rabbani Shalom through our tefillin. How? Because we're able to show that we believe in Hashem. We believe in Hashem. We don't believe in Avedah Zarah. Avedah is a, a waste of time. When you believe in Hashem Himself, Hashem gives you the kayach to be answered and to have all of the power of HaKadosh Baruch at our own disposal. There's a story that's told about the Vilna Gain that in the base medrash of the Vilna Gain, he had a yeshiva, he had people learning in the outside room, and he was in his own private study in the back of the base medrash in Vilna. And one day there were some gayim that, like bandits, that broke into the base medrash, and they had big sacks, and they were basically going from guy to guy with, um, you know, with knives in their hands, and they and they said, you know, give us your wallet, give us your watches, give us your, you know, whatever they were able to hop. They filled up a whole bag of stuff from all the people learning in the base medrash of the gayim, and then they saw that there was a light under the door where the Vilna Gain studied. So they pounded down the door. They, you know, they went in and they saw the Vilna Gain. He looked at them and they dropped all their, their stuff, all the stuff that they had looted. They dropped it and they ran out. And so the, uh, the, um, the Talmud Agra asked the Vilna Gain, like, why did this happen? Why, why were they so scared of you? He says, what do you mean? I wear tefillin all day. Right, it's known that the the minigagra is to wear tefillin the whole day, and they the pasuk says ro kalame aretzki shem hashem nikralach of yarmi mecca, and the gemara says elu tefillin shabarish. So they saw my tefillin shabarish, they got scared. So the talmidim says, yeah, but Rabbi, that's that's that makes a lot of sense. The only problem is that we follow your minig, and we also wear tefillin shabarish, and that didn't seem to affect them when they were looting from us. So Vilna Gain said. 
The Gemara doesn't say, Elu Tfilin Shel Reish. The wearing of Tfilin Shel Reish alone is not enough to do it. It has to be, Elu Tfilin Shebereish. It has to be that the Sides of the Tfilin that are contained in the parishes of the Tfilin, they seep into your head. They actually go into your brain. Wearing Tfilin alone is not a, is not a secret weapon. It doesn't do anything. Wearing tefillin with the ability to have, and I shouldn't say it doesn't do anything, it's a mitzvah, but the, this, the whole potency of tefillin about Baruch Alamea Aretz is when it actually seeps into your brain and you actually truly believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is that I believe in one God. If you actually believe in one God and the tefillin become one with your head, your head is completely absorbed by the truths that are contained in the parishes of the tefillin, that's when all of the Yeshua's of the tefillin are able to come about. When we put in our tefillin and we're able to actually have kavana for what it's supposed to do, that there is Eichelitzis Mitzrayim, that there are pe'er, we wear our glory of Hashem on our heads. We believe in only Hashem, and we understand that through Hashem and Hashem alone can we be answered with all the many things that we need in life. So that gives us the ability to tap in to the kayach of the Rabbani Shalom in our tefillah. But this is the site of tefillin. Tefillin is something that comes from Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, from the fact that we saw, we showed the world that our davening works, and that we were able to get rid of the bring the makas, get rid of the makas, all because of the kayach of tefillah, and that all the nations of the world that are evad they don't have that ability. Something that's uniquely klal yisraels, and that's what taitafes means. Taitafes is other languages. Let's see all the other languages and their twos, and their, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's worthless. But Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad, the contrast of Gayim to Klai Yisrael, who believe in one Rabbi Nishalom, that's something that's extraordinarily stark, the contrast between us and them. And that's the legacy of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, that's what we took out of Mitzrayim, and that's what we continue to have the Kayach every time we wear our Tefillim.